You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome, 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 welcome. You know, I I don't even have time to do an intro today. There's so much going on. There's so much to get to. And so I might jump around a little bit today, folks, but bear with me. But you are listening to America's Web Radio. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz. Uh Look, folks, I... <laughs> I where do I start? Do I start with MLB? Do I do I start with the uh, you know, folks? What happened to it's my body, it's my choice? Unless it's the vaccines we're talking about. Um, what happened to this? Uh, think about it, folks. Just step back and think about it. What have you been told for year after year after year, voting season after voting season after voting season? What do you hear from the left and from the progressives? It's my choice. It's my body. Stay out of my bedroom. But we want to know your medical history and you will get this vaccine. I mean, folks, did they learn nothing from Tuskegee? Did they learn nothing from the anthrax uh, forced vaccine on the military? Have we learned nothing from history? Um, and look, before I get put in some other kind of jail, because I'm already in YouTube jail, I am not saying the vaccines are bad. In fact, I do think they're pretty darn good. And I think Donald Trump deserves all the credit in the world. Uh, but it is your choice. As an, if there's one place on this planet where it is your choice what you do medically to yourself or have done to you, uh, it, it's your choice, your decision, it's your business. There, the government has absolutely zero right to know if you got the vaccine, if you want the vaccine, did you need it? None of that matters, folks. What matters is in this country, you can do your research, you can do a, a, a threat analysis, you can do a risk analysis, and you can decide for yourself if you want the vaccine. If your neighbor doesn't get it, who cares? The vaccine is to protect you. If I get vaccinated, it's because I assessed the risk and I decided, well, I think this is good. There's good data here. Millions and millions and millions of people have gotten Moderna. Millions and millions of people have gotten J&J. Millions and millions have gotten uh, Pfizer. And, 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 and it is a tiny, tiny percentage of, of things that, that have happened to people. But, and look, folks, every vaccine is always going to be people who have adverse effects to it. So I'm not saying it's, it's bad. And I'm not saying it's great. I'm saying you're an adult and you're an American and you can make the choice. So if, and, and, and the example I will give is if you get the vaccine and your neighbor doesn't, big deal. You're protected. They're not. Why are you worried so much about what's happening to your neighbor? Your neighbor can't give it to you, and if they did, you're not going to have a problem with it based on all the data from the vaccine. Um, so what happened? What happened to the progressive Democrat party that used to be my choice, my body? I, I mean, you really, really at some point, ladies and gentlemen, I say it all the time, step back and, and start using critical thinking which is something that's not being taught anymore. And what I mean by that, folks, is you're an independent-minded American, or at least you're an American who has the ability 
to be independent and you have the ability to think for yourself. And what I mean by critical thinking is you need to step back and go, okay, wait a minute. There is a whole big political movement and one political party that is getting behind this forced vaccination business. You need to step back and ask yourself, well, wait a minute. You know, I like the vaccines. I'm going to get the vaccine or you've already got the vaccine, but you need to step back and go, but why is one certain party in this country, a government party, of of so-called uh, representatives, why are they on a campaign to force you and everyone else to get the vaccine in this country, the country that is the United States of America, the country that has a document that restricts government, not the people, folks. It restricts government. It restricts the power government has over we, the people. But yet this government that used to say, my body, my choice, stay out of my bedroom, now wants to come into your doctor's office and, by golly, your representative, your Democrat representative wants to stab you in the arm themselves with that vaccine. So you need to step back and go, whether you've gotten the vaccine or not, whether you're a big supporter of it or not, you need to step back and go, why is there a political party and a movement in this country to force vaccinate its population? That's what you need to be asked. Because, folks, there is a power Surge, and there are politicians that are on are on a carnivorous, never-ending quest for power, and this is just one way they're trying to elude it over you, to elude it over to to exude it over you. Um, because, folks, if if we stand up as Americans and we throw the Constitution aside and we allow the government to force vaccinate, oh my goodness, folks. What else are they going to do to you? I mean, come on. We've been down this road before, and you'd think we'd learn from it. So that's just one of the things out there, folks. Um, I Look, last week, I think the Health and Human Services guy, whoever, whatever bozo that Biden put there, actually came out and said that the government has a right to know if you've got the vaccine because they spent money on the vaccine – First of all, it was President Donald Trump who they don't want to give credit to now. Now, now, look, folks, I know I'm going fast. I know I'm going fast, folks, but just just roll with me on this. Go back not nine, 12 months ago. Joe Biden himself was telling you not to take the vaccine. He was telling you, maybe not in those words, but go back and look when he was on the campaign trail, campaign trail, he was telling you to be wary of the vaccine, to doubt the vaccine, because you couldn't trust President Trump. As if President Trump had on a lab coat and was working for Pfizer, Moderna, and and working for uh, J&J. I mean, it's it, it, it's laughable, folks, if you just sit back and do a little thinking on yourself. Uh, do, do your own thinking. And this is what critical thinking, this is what I'm talking about, folks. You've got to step back. If you see a wave of people led by politicians all on board, telling you don't ask questions just follow then you darn well need to step back and ask some questions um so you had this bozo last week in the biden administration who said that because they spend taxpayer dollars on the vaccine that they deserve to know if you got it or not folks that is so far from the truth if that's the case where's your aids card where is your std card where is your card saying that that you don't have stds or you don't have aids because the government has spent a whole lot of taxpayer dollars on aids research and and other std research and a whole bunch of they give out grants like they're growing on trees to study all these diseases well 
according to the this bozo that in the Biden administration last week, well, if they spend taxpayer dollars on it, then the government has a right to know if you've got it, if you had it, or if you've got the vaccine. Folks, it's preposterous. And if you would just step back and and drop your your affiliation to a letter the letter D, the letter R, whatever it is, just step back and go, I'm an American and I'm going to ask questions. Then we wouldn't have so many problems that we have today. But folks, you've got to step back. You've got to look at this. Why are they trying to force vaccination? I mean, it's it's really amazing. And then you've got the, the Biden administration guy telling you that because they understand this, they're saying they spent government money Folks, it ain't government money. It's your money. It's my money. It's our money. The government doesn't have a product or, or, or a good service that it's in business for. The government seizes money. The only money government can spend or the 99% of the money the government can spend, they must seize from you and me and we the people first. So through taxation, they seize this money. So they're spending our money, and yet they want to turn it and say that it's government money, so therefore they have the right to know your medical history. Folks, this is why I am so 100% against government health care and government-run health care. This is why socialized medicine is is absurd and horrible, and, and no way we should have it in this country. Because let me tell you, you look at what the Democrats are doing right now with this vaccine and and now saying that, well, we spent the money on it, so we get to know your history, your medical history. Folks, if we get if we allow the government takeover of healthcare and socialized medicine in this country, what do you think they're gonna do? They're going to know every piece of medical information about you. And there's not a darn thing you can do about it. There will be no HIPAA rules, there will be no 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 uh privacy rules. Because the government will know everything. Why? You heard it last week. Well, we're paying for it, so we need to know if you got that shot, whether it be a vaccination shot or or some other kind of shot. Um, Did you have cosmetic surgery? Did you have this surgery? Did you have that surgery? Did you have an STD? The government will know. Because last week you heard these bozos say, well, if we're spending government money, then we have a right to know. Folks, I tell you all the time, if you just pay attention, pay attention and listen to what these progressive socialist Democrats, whether they're elected or they're appointed, if you just listen to what they say, they will slip up every now and then and tell you exactly what they're thinking and exactly what their goals are. And last week, this guy, um, I cannot remember his name, but I think he's the health and services guy or one of those dudes from that Biden appointed uh, in his administration who looked at a so-called journalist and said, we, the government, spent the money, so we, therefore, have a right to know your medical history. That is basically what he said, folks. And and what they mean by that is we need government take uh, health care. We need socialized medicine in this country so that we, the government, can know all of your histories, medical, all your medical history. Uh, don't doubt me, folks. I don't know why any of you would doubt me. And and you, my 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 lovable Democrat listeners out there, and, and some of you are my friends. Um, I have some fellow Hispanic friends who who still drink the Kool-Aid that is the socialist Democrat. I don't even know what flavor it is, but uh, to me it's a very bad flavor. Uh, but they still buy into this letter D business and the Democrats and the socialism business. And, and uh, I'm telling you folks, you got to wake up. You've 
got to wake up. Um, so there, there you go, folks. I, <clears throat> if if you've got some liberal friends out there, some progressive friends out there, some Democrat voting people out there, friends, family that you know, just turn to them today and ask them what happened to my body, my choice. Ask them that when they start uh, telling, asking you if you've been vaccinated. And, folks, look, if you've been vaccinated, it's nobody's business. Don't you tell anybody you've been vaccinated. Uh, they don't need to know. And if uh, Joe Biden's cronies come knocking on your door, look, I want to go ahead and say this. this. Let this be a message from On Point with Victor. If Joe Biden's cronies come knock on your door, I want you to be nice. Especially if you see a camera. And trust me, every person that comes to the door from the Biden administration is going to have a camera. You may not see it, but they're going to be recording it. Because what they want, and one reason they're doing this is because they want to walk up to somebody's door who has a Trump flag, maybe, or an American flag. You know, they said the American flag is racist now. So they're going to target houses that have an American flag or a Trump flag or or some type of, of symbols of freedom. And they're going to come knock on your door, and they're going to record this, whether you know it or not, because they're going to hope that that you're that you're mean to them that you're furious to them that you threaten them they're going to hope all these things so they can get it on film and then cnn and msnbc will run wall to wall with it so take it from me and 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 please please listen to me if a biden crony comes to your door be nice be nice don't tell them any of your medical history but just be nice be nice use hold out your pocket constitution that'll really flip their lids <laughs> it'll get their panties in a wad folks just pull out that pocket constitution all right folks we'll be right back hello my name is rick white and i'm the director of the georgia military veterans hall of fame i want to encourage all georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the georgia military veterans hall of fame and if you're already georgia veteran and the definition of a georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of georgia or you've lived here 10 years or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state you are considered a georgia veteran for further information go to www.gmbhof.org or you can contact me at 678-427-0915 we'd love to have your nomination for the georgia military veterans hall of fame thank you so much hi this is rocky blair former four-time super bowl champion with the pittsburgh steelers and vietnam veteran as a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, folks. So, <laughs> look, I I had a listener. 
you listeners are great. Uh, you guys are going to, I mean, I just about fell out of my seat in laughter, folks. I had a listener, and I am not going to tell you where this person is from. I'm not going to tell you what state. <laughs> uh, they need to stay anonymous. <laughs> but, folks, I had a listener that said, oh, my gosh, Victor, does this mean that the government will find out about his um, uh, special what's what's the equipment there you go david thank you thank you uh will the government find out about his certain equipment uh enlargement surgery (laughs) oh my gosh folks you listeners are i love you guys to death you're just awesome and and it's not you know it's been a while since the listeners about made me fall out of my seat and that listener just made me almost fall out of my seat so and i'm trying to keep this clean because it's a family show but that was funny and yes to that listener the government will find out about that if we get into socialized medicine because none of your records are going to be safe (laughs) okay all right and folks if you just didn't get it if you didn't figure out where i was going with that then um, you can email me at victor at americaswebradio.com and i'll explain it to you so victor at americaswebradio.com uh, if you have any questions or comments or anything, folks, just get in touch with me, Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com. That is the best way to reach me, folks. You know, I don't do a lot of phone calls. Um, I do some, but not a lot. Uh, but So the best way to reach me is Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com. Uh, especially, too, by the way, folks, if you uh, want to be an advertiser on the show, we, um, we welcome you. And uh, we'll give you special rates right now. So reach out, GM at AmericasWebRadio.com, GM at AmericasWebRadio.com. You can become a sponsor or... Or and or advertiser on the On Point with Victor show. Uh, and look, folks, if you really like my show, uh, you can uh, be a patron for On Point with Victor. If you go to americaswebradio.com, americaswebradio.com, and sign up to be a patron. Uh, all help is appreciated, folks. We can't do this for free. I'd like to, but I can't. And the capitalism in me, the capitalist in me, won't allow me to do it for free. <laughs> so, You know, now that I mentioned capitalism... You know, folks, I have yet to see any Democrat, any elected a Democrat, any voting Democrat, uh, any bureau, just bureaucrat in general, um, and I've yet to see any Hollywoodian. I've yet to see any of them flee capitalism and go run to socialism for safety. I've yet to see any of these bozos, Joy Behar, whatever that crazy woman's name is, um, that all of them on The View, I've yet to see any of them flee to socialism to escape capitalism haven't seen it yet folks i'm still waiting i'm waiting just waiting so uh all right folks i i I mentioned mlb in the beginning and and another listener has asked me why did i mention mlb well tonight apparently is the all-star game and that all-star game was supposed to be in the great city of atlanta uh, well, outside the city of Atlanta, let me clarify. In the great state of Georgia, was we were supposed to host the All-Star Game tonight. Uh, the, there's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Atlanta Braves stadium. It's quite new, and it's in the Cobb uh, County area. Of If you're not familiar, familiar with Atlanta or Georgia, if you leave Atlanta and you go outside, you go north about, I don't know, 40 minutes or so, um, up 75, you will reach the Cobb County Marietta area. And you'll reach the uh, fantastic, beautiful stadium that is the Atlanta Braves. In fact, because my better half is such an amazing person, um, I'm going to get to go see this new stadium or new Earth Day. Look, the stadium's been here for a year or two, um, but uh, I'm going to go at the end of the month. So anyway, insider radio information you don't need to know. But 
the All-Star Game was supposed to be held there. But when Georgia passed its uh, voters' law, and, and, and maybe I'll get into a little bit of voter rights here since I'm on this topic right now, but it ties in with the MLB. So the, the, the Major League Baseball decided they would leave Atlanta and go to Colorado. Now, understand this. Georgia passes a law that basically says we're going to ensure that we have legal elections. We're going to make sure that anyone who is a legal voter gets to vote. If you're a legal voter, we're going to make it easy for you to vote. If you are illegal or an illegal voter or you're and, – and I don't mean just you're an illegal person that's not a citizen. This includes citizens who move to Georgia to try to vote and then they leave again because that's illegal. Um, you, you have to physically have your permanent address. That's the address you have to vote. Um, so there's all kinds of different ways to do fraud. And so Georgia passed a law uh, to their credit, uh, to Kemp's credit. He signed it right away uh, to ensure that we have a fair election. And when you look at the law, if you just took the time to read it, you will see that all it does is it, it, it requires voter ID. It requires checking to make sure if you're voting and you are who you say you are. It extended early voting. Let me understand this. It extended hours and early voting times. Um, I am not for early voting, just to be on the record, but the Georgia law makes sure that we have early voting, made sure we have extended hours. They made sure of this. Uh, and they also made sure that there could be water stations. My, by golly, with the new Georgia law, you could set up a concert as long as it's 151 feet away from the polling door. As long as it's 151 feet away from the polling door, you could set up a food truck area. You could feed people. You could have parties with the voters. Uh, you could do all that thing. And then if the polling workers wanted to go out and hand water out to the line, they could do so. It cannot. It just could not be. It could not be a Democrat operative or a Republican operative or a Green Party or a Libertarian. None of those operatives could go out and hand out water. But poll workers can. But you were told by CNN and MSNBC and all the other goofballs, you were told that no voter in Georgia would be allowed to drink water in line. It was a lie. But Major League Baseball wanted to be all woke because they bow to their Chinese masters and to the Democrat Party. So they got up and left Georgia and they went to Colorado. So the the Major League Baseball, who was supposed to have an all-star game here in Georgia tonight, got up and left Georgia because they said that the Georgia law was racist. But they went to a state and a city that is almost all white. When you look at the percentages of, of minorities in Colorado versus minorities in Georgia, folks, it makes no sense. But the MLB didn't care about making sense. They cared about virtue signaling. They wanted to be part of the woke crowd. And again, you'll never hear them badmouth China. You'll never hear them badmouth the, the concentration camps in China, the internment camps, the killing of dissidents in China, uh, communism. You won't hear MLB talk about that. No, no. They're just going to be talk about – they're just going to say, oh, Georgia's law is racist and we're leaving and go to it. About one of the whitest cities they could go to. <laughs> so, you just can't make this stuff up, folks. So, look, I will not be watching the All-Star Game tonight. I could care less about it. Um, so, And I'm not going to tell you to boycott it, but um, if you don't want to watch, don't watch. I wouldn't blame you. So, 
All right, so that's all I'm going to say about baseball. And 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 I touched on voting rights, folks. Look, let me let me just tell you this: if you've got somebody that's getting in your face about voting rights or voter repression or any any of that kind of talk, just look at him and go. If that's the case, if if voting rights are being assaulted right now, if minorities are being withheld from voting, if they're being held back, how in the heck did 2020 put out the highest number of votes on record? And let me just take the state of Georgia. The state of Georgia had more black people and Hispanic people vote than I think any time in history. Now, how can you tell me? That we don't have voting rights, or that we're that we're 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 being oppressed, the the minority vote, folks. I am brown, and I've never had anyone try and stop me from voting, except I've had Democrat operatives tell me that you don't agree with us, you shouldn't vote. <laughs> but you know what? They didn't have the balls to try and stop me from voting. So uh, this business that it's hard to vote for minorities is is the biggest. Bullshoy that's being put out there right now, folks. Uh, in fact, I would venture to say if you're a minority, it's never been as easy as today for you to vote. And if you can't, if you think you can't vote because you're black or you're brown or you're yellow, then you're just trying to make an excuse for not voting. That's all there is to it, folks. It has never been so easy as to vote as it is right now, especially for minorities. Especially for minorities. And uh, if you don't like what I'm saying, then come at me and prove me wrong. Because I can tell you, you can't. You find me an example, folks. You know, there actually are examples out there of the left trying to um, trying to affect voting. The left trying to convince conservatives not to vote. In fact, we only need to go back to January 6th of, of this year. When we had the runoff election in the state of Georgia, the Democrats were running around telling conservatives, telling Trump voters that the election was going to be stolen. You shouldn't vote. Now, do you think they were doing that because they wanted everybody to vote? Heck no, folks. The Democrat Party was going around telling Trump voters that the election would be stolen. Now, they were disguising themselves as as they weren't all just saying, I'm a Democrat, you shouldn't vote. But they were out there telling Trump voters and putting it out through the news, it's going to be stolen, don't vote. That is voter suppression, folks. That is voter suppression. And they didn't suppress the minority vote, folks. They went out and actually tried to suppress uh, a, a certain conservative vote. Um, and I'm not going to say white or whatever, folks, because there are a lot of black and brown people that voted for Trump. Um, only the Democrats try to make this about skin color when it's not. But I will tell you today, you go look at the numbers, folks. We had record number of voting, record number of people voting of all backgrounds and all colors. And you don't get that with voter suppression. So the Democrats, as usual, are lying to you. They're trying to pit you against your neighbor. Folks, we should be teaching uh, to covet thy neighbor. We should be teaching to help thy neighbor. But what is the Democrat Party and most of their elected officials telling you today? They want you to hate your neighbor. And that, my folks, is a recipe for absolute disaster absolute disaster and uh, folks look no no nation has ever stood once it gets fully divided and 
and you have a political party right now. And look, folks, let me say it again. Um, or maybe I haven't even mentioned this, so let me get to this. We've got – if you haven't heard about what's going on in Cuba, look it up and look at what's going on. Look at what the people in Cuba are doing right now. And then ask yourself, where's AOC? Where's Pelosi? Where's Schumer? Where's Bernie Sanders, the leader of the socialist communist bozos in the Democrat Party, Bernie Sanders himself? Where is he? So look at what's happening in Cuba. The people of Cuba, it's been a long time since they've really pulled together to courage to push back against the communist regime. And they're doing it now. They're doing it today. There are people all in the streets of Cuba, and they're marching, and they're yelling, Libertad, Libertad, Libertad. That means freedom, freedom, freedom. They're not screaming socialism, socialism. They're not screaming Biden, Biden. They're not chanting um, communism is great. No, they're chanting freedom, freedom, freedom. They want to be free. Now, it's about time they start standing up, and they need to keep this going. They need to overthrow the bozos that are in power in Washington. I'm sorry. Well, we need to do that, too. But the bozos in Cuba, the communist regime needs to be taken out. Uh, but the people are are starting to revolt, and they're marching in the streets. They're not burning their own cities down. They're not burning their neighborhoods down. They're just in the street marching screaming freedom 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 and you know what flag they're wearing waving folks you want to know can you take a guess at what flag the people of cuba who truly are oppressed you know what flag they're waving while they're screaming freedom freedom give us freedom they're not waving the blm flag they're not waving the antifa flag they're not waving the Democrat Party flag. They're not waving the green climate change flag. They're waving the stars and stripes. They're waving old glory. They're waving the United States of America flag. Now, why do you think they're waving that flag? You and me in our own country are being told that the Stars and Stripes Old Glory is racist, that that flag should be taken down. You and me are being told by Democrat voters, by Democrat operatives, and by Democrat elected officials that the Old Glory and and Stars and Stripes, our American flag, we're being told that it's outdated, that it's racist. But the people of Cuba who have been oppressed for decades by a communist regime, the people of Cuba who have had the foot of communism across their throats for decades, they're waving old glory. They're waving the stars and stripes. And you know what, folks? They're not white people. They're not white supremacists in Cuba waving the flag. These are brown and black Cubans who are sick of communism. They're tired of being hungry. They're tired of not being able to get water. They're tired of not being able to get medical supplies. They're tired of food lines. They're tired of going to the market and the market being closed. And then when the market doors open and they go in, well, they're tired of seeing only one brand. Because in communism, folks, you only get one choice. 
the government's choice. Bernie Sanders himself in this country, folks, has given a speech and he said, why, why, why do we have so many deodorants? Oh, we don't need all those deodorants. Too many choices. We just need one. That man is a communist, folks. <laughs> Where is he now? Where is he now? We'll be right back. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And, folks, we are back. You are listening to America's Web Radio. This is the On Point with Victor show, and I am Victor Armendariz. Um, all right, folks, let me move on a little bit, but, but you get the point there. You see what I'm saying, folks. Bernie Sanders has for years told you that we need socialism. Uh, Bernie Sanders spent his honeymoon in Moscow under communist regime um, and, and praised it. Uh, AOC praises socialism. Pelosi, Schumer, um, most of your elected Democrats today praise socialism. Um, th- in fact, if you don't believe me, look at the past couple of days since the, since this Freedom March has broke out in Cuba. Look at what the Biden administration and the Democrats are trying to convince you. And CNN and MSNBC are trying to help them. NBC especially and ABC and CBS, all of them. Uh, look at what they're trying to do. Look at PBS, PBS who runs programs, uh, anti-capitalist, how bad capitalism is. These people love socialism and they love communism. And and if you doubt me, look at the past couple of days when the freedom marches broke out in Cuba. What is the Biden administration saying? First of all, it took them days to come out and say anything. But Jen Psaki or Psaki, uh, the, the Biden's press secretary, couldn't even bring herself to say communism. She couldn't do it. Go back and watch. Find a Democrat that will come out and say something negative about communism, folks. They won't even mention communism because they don't want to downplay it. They don't want to say anything negative about communism. And they darn sure won't say anything negative about socialism. Look, they don't like to talk about Venezuela, folks, because that's failed socialism. They, They don't want to talk about Cuba right now because it's failed socialism, communism. Uh, they don't want to talk about it, folks, because then the Democrat Party would have to admit that socialism doesn't work, that communism doesn't work. And they're not going to do that, folks, because they want you subjugated. They want you under their power. And uh, so when you see what's going on in Cuba, you need to ask yourself, where's Bernie Sanders? Where's AOC? Where's the, the rest of the tribe? I mean, uh, squad. Where Where are they? Uh, because these are the people every day telling you that socialism is the way to go. These are the people telling you the government needs to control everything. 
well, you know what? Government controls everything in Cuba, and look what's happening. They control everything in Venezuela. Look what's happening. Folks, uh, uh, look at China. China delves out a little bit of capitalism to keep their people from revolting against communism. Um, it's it's just it's ridiculous. Uh, but these Democrat officials, where are they? They're strangely silent when it comes to what's happening in Cuba right now, and and it's because they don't want you to to finally put together you the common voter out there. They don't want you to put together. Wow, communism is pretty bad. Socialism is pretty bad. We need to maintain freedom. Freedom is the biggest enemy to the Democrat Party today. And that's today's Democrats, folks. Not the Kennedy Democrats from yesteryears, but that's today's Democrat elected official. Freedom is their worst enemy. And just as in Cuba right now, the enemy to the state is freedom. And the people are starting to march for freedom. And they're waving their United States American flags. I mean, that ought to tell you something, folks. That really ought to make you stop and think. Stop taking your country for granted. I'm speaking to you, the American citizen. Stop taking it for granted. Because you might wake up one day and you might not have this beautiful country anymore. And I don't want to get to that point. I don't want to get to that point. So somebody needs to put a camera in front of Bernie Sanders and ask him, Bernie, hey, you said this was great. You said communism was great. You said socialism is great. You want the socialist Democrat Party to control everything in this country. You want socialized medicine. You want health care for all. We want health care for all. We we need we 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 need. Uh, if you need glasses, we want glasses for all. Every uh, we need a car in every drive. Well, no, no, we don't need a car. No, no, no. Climate change, existential threat. We, we need a rail pass in every driveway uh, and a bus pass for government transportation. That's Bernie Sanders. Well, see, he won't come out and say anything about Cuba right now. And when he does, it's going to be some ridiculous, uh, oh, 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 this is bad communism, this is bad socialism, this is not the good one. That's what he's going to give you, folks. But look, it ain't rocket science, folks. It just isn't rocket science. And history, I tell you this all the time, history's on our side. History's on the side of freedom. History's on the side of independence. History is on the side of liberty. We just don't teach it anymore, folks. We just don't teach it. The problem with so many people in this country that vote Democrat is they just know so much that isn't so. And Ronald Reagan said that, folks. And I'm just paraphrasing. But I got that from Rinaldus Magnus. The problem with so many people in this country who vote Democrat and so many elected Democrats, the problem is they know so much that they just don't know. And, 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 our schools, we got to get the schools out of government hands. Folks, we don't need government education in this country because they're not educating. They're indoctrinating. So we've got to fix this, folks. We've got to fix it because we need to teach we need to teach critical thinking, not critical race theory. Now, folks, I want to try and get to critical race theory today. Um, if we have a little time, I'll try and sum up critical race theory. I've had some listeners reach out to me. Who, who need a good way to explain critical race theory. And the reason why I say they need a good way to explain it is because the only way you can push back against critical race theory is if you understand uh, and can put it in layman terms. If you can understand what the left is trying to do with, through critical race theory, uh, if you can understand that, and, and, and I'm going to try to put it in layman terms for you and make it simple, then you can argue. Because the biggest covenant of critical race theory is to say you're white, you can't argue. 
And that ought to tell you that ought to tell you all you need to know about critical race theory is when these idiots push this theory and then they look at you and say, well, you can't ask questions because you're white. You can't question me because you're white. You can't ask for facts because you're white. That's what critical race that alone should should steer you away from critical race theory. But I'm going to get into it in a little bit, and I'm going to tell you how to how to fight a little, how to fight and push back on this ridiculous critical race theory. And folks, if you're in a position where you're not going to lose your job or anything, if you're in a position where you're not going to lose your job, then you really need to fight when they bring critical race theory to your neighborhood or to your job or to your whatever, uh, especially to your schools. You've got to fight. You got to throw this. I'm a brown guy telling you, you do not want critical race theory being taught to your children. Take my word for it, folks. And you don't want your company. Look, if your company is putting out critical race theory and telling you that they want to to give sem- 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 <laughs> to give seminars <laughs> on critical race theory in your workplace, go find another job, folks. Go find another job. Don't be trapped. Don't be trapped. Uh, I know sometimes it's hard to look out there and go, gosh, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. I don't want another job. But yet you're going to be stressed because you know that your company's doing things that aren't right. Look, folks, take the chance. Take the leap. Find another job. You'll be happier for it. And you'll be healthier for it. So just saying. Just saying. Um, all right, let me touch on a few things, uh, and, and then I'll try and get to the critical race theory, uh, uh, at least to sum that up a little bit. Um, but I, I wanted to point out, <laughs> I, I have to, I try and point this out every show, and I usually start the show with this. Uh, over the weekend, folks, 44 people shot in Chicago. 44 people shot in Chicago, 11 dead. And that was probably not even the whole weekend count. But at some point over the weekend, 44 people shot in just Chicago alone, 11 dead. Now, what you should be asking is, why haven't you heard about this? Why do you never hear about all the violence in Chicago? Why do you not hear about it? Where's BLM? You think they're in Chicago asking questions, demanding justice for the victims, the 11 people who are dead? Do you think they're in Chicago asking the uh, for for um, justice for the families? No, they're not there. Do you think Antifa is Antifa burning down a building in in Chicago right now, demanding that the uh, people who the the victims be their that their assailants be be run down and arrested? No, they're not. They're not. So ask yourself: forty four people shot in Chicago, eleven dead. How many were black victims? How many were young black victims? How many were brown victims? Were they shot by cops? No. No, they weren't. They weren't. Were they shot by white supremacists? No. No. They weren't shot by white supremacists. Folks, I don't even need to go look up and find the numbers or find actual data. I know who's shooting who in Chicago. And it ain't the white supremacists. You've got a lot of black-on-black crime and gang crime going on and brown-on-brown. Brown-on-black, black-on-brown, and you whatever going on in Chicago. You've got a lot of black victims, a lot of black poor, poor black people, uh, poor brown people. Um, and, And I'm not saying poor because of their skin color. They're poor because they're poor and they don't have much money and they don't have jobs. 
but they're in these areas of Chicago and they're getting killed. They're getting killed because they just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Maybe they were uh, just standing in the street. Maybe they were waiting for that government bus. And then gunfire erupts and they get killed. Um, it's terrible, folks. It's terrible. And where's BLM? Are they marching through the streets with their fist in the air going, we need justice for these victims? <laughs> no, they're not. Because it doesn't fit their Marxist narrative. And folks, you've got to understand this. I'm not making any of this up. You can go look it up for yourself. Um, I don't even need to tell you. That I, there were I can't remember how many in New York that were shot. Um, in Massachusetts, there were a number of people shot. Uh, in, in Atlanta, just this morning, there was a lady shot. Um, folks, I, I don't know what to tell you other than to open your eyes, stop being a sheep, stop being led by politicians, and start asking questions. Start using your mind. Start engaging in critical thinking. Look, folks, they're trying to shove critical race theory down your throat. Let me tell you, they're terrified of critical thinking. You start using your critical thinking, and uh, you're going to have these Democrats running for the hills. Because once you start thinking for yourself and you embrace your independence, your independent mind... I'm telling you, folks, you won't vote the same. If, if, you, if you're voting for today's Democrats and you suddenly discover your independent critical thinking ability, uh, you won't vote that way again, I can promise you. So, uh, but, but look, folks, um, this is the crime that's going on, a huge crime wave going on. Uh, so I mentioned Chicago just because of, 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 of how many people got shot in a, in a, in a day or two. Um, but when you look across this country, cities that are run by Democrats are, are having – they're being hit by a tsunami of crime. Um, and you know what, folks? Let me point this out. You know the last who the last president was to call out Chicago, call out the violence, and, and, and say – demand that something must be done? Well, that was none other than President Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump pointed out Chicago. He pointed out the violence. And you know what the mayor, you know what Mayor Low IQ in Chicago, you know what she, her response to Trump was? You stay out of my city. The mayor of Chicago said that the people of, of her city do not want help from Donald J. Trump. They don't want help from the Justice Department. That's what she said, not just a year or two ago, folks. You know what Mayor Low IQ is saying today? She's blaming the federal government. She's blaming Trump. She's blaming anyone she can blame except herself. And she's demanding and asking Biden to send in help. So she's asking now for President Biden and the DOJ to help Chicago because it's a federal problem, you see. But not a year ago when we actually had a president. Have you heard President Biden say anything about the violence in Chicago, about the black-on-black shootings? No, you haven't. But you did hear Donald J. Trump say, we've got to help the people of Chicago. And then the mayor of Chicago said, you stay out of my city, Trump. We don't want your help. And now, fast forward to today, where crime is, has doubled. Now, she's asking for Biden to help, and she said it's a federal problem. Boy, that letter D has amazing power. 
just amazing power. People thought the S on Superman's chest was powerful. Please, they just don't know how powerful the letter D is, apparently. <laughs> so, I'm telling you, folks, um, this, this is this is crazy, and 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 now. Now and 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 make no mistake, folks. Make no mistake. There's polling out there. There's internal pollings that the Democrat, the Democrats are getting that are showing that the American people are fed up with the crime. They're fed up with the crime wave. They're fed up with defunding the police. And they actually have polling that that the American people, black, white, brown, yellow, that American people in unison are standing together, going, you know what? We don't want to defund our police. Well, now the Democrats are seeing this polling. So now you're going to start seeing it. Look what Biden's doing this afternoon. I'm going to give a major <laughs> crime speech. Well, he's going to read a major crime speech. He's going to do that tonight uh, or today or this afternoon. Uh, and the only reason he's doing it is because the Democrat Party has polling out an internal polls showing they're getting their butts kicked right now because of defunding the police and because of the crime wave. So now you're going to have Biden, you know, who's going to do his hard to try his best to to read through this speech and he's going to give you a bunch of pretty words and a bunch of poppycock on how it's somehow the republicans fault it's somehow trump's fault all this crime and 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 you wait for it there should be a drinking game they're going to blame covid19 all the woes are going to be the fault of COVID-19. You take my word for it, folks. You watch. There should be a drinking game. Every time the Democrats blame uh, their bad policy, they won't blame their bad policy. So whatever their bad policies are causing, uh, they're going to blame COVID-19. They're going to blame Republicans, and they're going to blame white supremacists, those elusive white supremacists. They're going to blame all of those things. There should be a drinking game. Every time the Democrats blame one of their failures on white supremacy or on Republicans or on racism or or on uh, anything else other than themselves, you should take a drink. Um, but be but be careful. Don't make sure you're not driving anywhere or anything because you're going to be drunk within about two seconds. Uh, just wait till you see the, the the crap that comes out of Biden's mouth this afternoon um, when he speaks on crime. But again, you're you're hearing this, folks. You're hearing it because the Democrat polling is showing. That Democrat voters, Republican voters, black people, white people, brown people, yellow people, all people, all these Americans do not like the idea of defunding the police. They don't like it. They're tired of it. And they're tired of the crime. And folks, look what the Democrats have done. They're letting criminals go. We just had a criminal call that uh, I believe here in Georgia that killed a, a golf golfer guy. Um, pardon me for not having all the – I just can't get it all out of my memory at once. But, uh, but this guy was – they had him in custody, and they let him go. And then he went and murdered two or three people in a couple of days. And then they had to coax him back. They coaxed him back to the police station so they could arrest him. It's pretty messed up. But you've got – Democrat-appointed attorney generals all over this country that are letting criminals go. You've got criminals who have been charged with gun crimes being let go. They want to blame the guns? Give me a freaking break. Stop letting the people who break laws, stop letting them back out on the street, especially felons who are found with guns and weapons. How about not letting them back on the streets? But you've got Democrats all over this country, attorney generals appointed by Democrats, elected Democrats, uh, mayors, uh, governors, all over running Democrat cities that are letting criminals go. Um, 
no bail, cash bail. I mean, they're doing all these things where they're letting criminals go. And you see what's happening? Crime is through the roof. Crime is up 500% in some areas, 200% in other areas. But it's up all over the place, especially in Democrat-run cities. And now the people are sick of it. Americans are getting tired of it. And now the Democrats, it took polling, folks, because understand, understand, today's Democrats do not have your best interest at heart. They have their power at heart. So the only reason they're going to come out today and they're going to speak on crime and the problem that is crime is because the polling is showing them losing power. They're losing grip over you. And they can't stand for that. So now they're going to try to placate to you. They're going to throw out some platitudes and they're going to try to say some pretty words and try to, to, to put you back under their control. Because all they care about, folks, is getting your vote to keep them in perpetual power. And that's as simple as that, folks. Simple as that. So before we uh, take the next break, let me mention Texas, the great state of Texas. I can't help but talk about the great state of Texas sometimes. Look, the Democrat House, the members in the in the state, how the state Democrat members of the, the state of Texas have fled. They ran away. And let me tell you what the media won't tell you. The reason why they left the state, this is coming from the, the Democrats. The Democrats who tell you that the Republicans are assaulting democracy, uh, of which we're not a democracy, folks. But let's just run with this. The Democrat Party who is telling you every day that the Republicans hate democracy. Democracy. The Republicans are assaulting democracy, that the Republicans want to kill democracy. The party that's telling you that is the party that ran away from doing their job in Texas. And the reason why the Democrats in Texas ran and left the state is because there is a Texas law that if you are an elected representative and you don't do your job, you do not come to the Capitol when, when, when it's in session, you can be arrested. And they arrest you. They don't take you to jail. They arrest you and they take you to the Capitol so you can do your job. Well, the only way to get out of that is to leave the state of Texas. And so the Democrats left the state of Texas. And this is what the media won't tell you. They left the state of Texas because, A, they want to stop democracy. B, they don't want to be arrested and forced to do their job. So they're spending the taxpayer dollars of the people, the good people of Texas. Listen to me, you people in Texas. And I have a lot of listeners in Texas, so listen to me. This is what you can tell your Democrat friends if you've got some in Texas. The Democrat elected officials are taking your money, and they're taking a joyride on a luxury bus up to D.C. because they wanted to flee Texas and not do the job that they're being paid to do. But they're going to take your taxpayer dollars, and they're going to – they got on a private jet, folks. Who paid for it? You did. More than – I mean taxpayer dollars and, and bus. They got on the bus, a luxury bus, so they could leave the state of Texas because they don't want to be arrested and forced to do their job. But the great state of Texas and the awesome governor down there, Governor Abbott, said as soon as they step foot back into Texas, they will be arrested and they will be taken to the Capitol and they will sit in session and they'll do their job. So kudos to Texas. <laughs> so, um, All right, let me, let me touch on critical race theory a little bit. Um, let's see. Do, do we need to take a break, David, or can I zoom on? All right. David is uh, – this is why he's the legend because he can – and he's also the station owner and can make these calls. <laughs> so uh, look, folks, <clears throat> let me try to sum up critical race theory. Critical race theory, and let me do it by example. Critical race theory is basically trying to tell – teach our children, your children, that if they're white, they're an oppressor. Critical race theory – 
is telling you that if you are non-Hispanic and you are are are, are a white, let me put it, a white non-Hispanic, and that's a that's a way of saying you're not brown. <laughs> you may look white, but you might be brown. Well, this is their way of saying, oh no, this is for white people. So if you are if you're not handicapped in any way and you're a white person, then you are the most highest level oppressor. You were born an oppressor. They're teaching your kids through critical race theory. If they are happen to be white and they're born white, that they're a born oppressor. It's just embedded in them. How messed up is that, folks? How messed up is that? <clears throat> if you are black, transgender, uh, or or brown transgender, uh, you're just really, really confused. Then you are the most oppressed. <clears throat> then you are down here, and you you are you are being oppressed by everything. That is what critical race theory is teaching. That is what they're teaching. They want you to hate your country. They want you through critical race theory. They want to teach you that all white people are inherently bad, and they're inherently oppressors. Therefore. A white person cannot argue with a black person or brown person or debate a brown person, white person, or I'm sorry, a brown, black, or yellow person because the white person is uh, is that um, is up here on the hierarchy of oppression. And uh, this is I'm, I'm, I'm simplifying this, folks, but this is what critical race theory is. Under critical race theory, there is no reality. Understand? Listen to me. Come in closer to your listening devices. Come in closer to your speakers. Under critical race theory, there is no reality. Everything is a social construct. And what I mean by there is no reality, it's like saying um, everybody knows we landed on the moon, but yet, but because Neil Armstrong was a white dude, if if a black transgender or brown person or yellow came up to Neil Armstrong and said you didn't land on the moon. Neil Armstrong under critical race theory couldn't say he didn't he did land on the moon. Couldn't say it because he's white and he's an oppressor. This is what I mean by under critical race theory there is no reality. Reality is shaped their their reality, quote on an air quotes. Under critical race theory, reality is governed by words and language. So you can change reality to whatever fits your narrative. That is basically critical race theory folks okay so i'm out of time look i'll get if you have more questions let me know i'll get into more critical race theory maybe next week uh folks this has been great stay tuned locked and loaded with roger b is up next you guys have yourself a good week you're listening to america's web radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com thank you for listening